powered by MPB. This is the MPB Student Council Podcast, hosted by members of MPB Student Council. To hear this episode and more, visit education.mpbonline.org or download the MPB Public Media app to listen on your iPhone or Android device. Welcome to this episode of the MPB Student Council Podcast. We are going to explore the topic, Teens Under the Influence of Social Media. According to the 2018 Peer Research Center survey, nearly 50% of teens are constantly online and 97% use a social media platform. Teens express how social media helps them, but also have concerns about the negative effect. I am happy you are joining this conversation today. Before we dive in, how important is social media to you? It's pretty important to me. I'd say really important. Yeah, I'll go along with really important. It's not that important to me. I could do without it. I could go without it. It's a good opportunity to spread news about things. I can live without it. So let's talk about how social media shapes the way we live and think. What influencer do you follow or do you follow someone you look up to? I personally watched his YouTuber named Alyssa Howard. She's very inspirational to me. While I may not have a famous person who has like a large platform, I'd say a lot of my peers influence me to just step out and show a little bit of kindness to the community. I definitely agree with that. I mostly interact with my peers on social networking, so they do influence me and just help me be a better person. Do the things you see on social media affect how you feel about your looks and or self-worth? I feel that social media has set a public standard that we all kind of try and fit into because kind of forced upon us. So it's mindful to know that that's not always the reality. Yes, I agree. Going along with what Maya said, you got to realize that a lot of the things that people do on social media is not really what's going on behind the scenes. Just like, you know, weight loss and different things. So you can't hold yourself to the same standards just based on what you see from the outside. I think it especially impacts young people, especially younger teens. I really think it impacts them because they see all these picture-perfect moments and they're like, my life should be like that. And it's just not how it is. I agree with Jenna a lot. I feel like Instagram is one of those social media apps that really pushes the social narrative of how you should look or what your life should be like compared to somebody else. With social media, it's always important to understand they're only showing you the parts of their life that they want you to see. You don't see everything that's going on or how they got there. It can really affect you. That's why it's important for there to be talks where people like younger teens can understand there's a background that goes into those posts. Sometimes they're not even real. They're not even where they say they are. Going back to that question, how confident are you in yourself overall? I would say like I'm very confident because social media isn't always real and you always got to just motivate yourself. If you don't motivate yourself, nobody else will. It all starts with you. I agree with what Kaylin said on how confidence starts with you. But I also believe that starts in the home. If you grow up with social media and you're influenced by that at a very young age, you can internalize a lot of that. So I think it's really important for parents to instill confidence in their children also. Adding on to what Nadia said with starting in the home, growing up, my parents always tell me every day, you know, you're so beautiful, you're pretty, and that mentality kind of just stuck with me. So it's just something I was kind of used to. Some people don't have that type of influence in the home. So a lot of times getting it in the home is a big deal or has a big positive effect on some people. 
What shapes or shatters your confidence? I think confidence is built by knowing who you are and being comfortable in your own skin and who your friends are, as well as who your influencers are. Going back to that topic, Jenna, what builds your confidence? For me, what shapes my confidence is compliments. What shatters it, I take criticism seriously. That's one of my biggest issues. But I also think that it's important to be able to take criticism. So I feel like it goes hand in hand. When I get a compliment, my confidence is better. I feel better about myself. But when you get criticism, I take it pretty harshly, but I take it seriously. And I think that's important to be able to balance how you feel about the compliments you get and how you feel about the criticism that you get, no matter who it's from. I totally agree with the whole criticism. I do not take criticism very well. It is really something I really need to work on. Like she said, with compliments, I believe that really builds my confidence, especially, you know, if I'm walking, because, you know, I love perfume. So if somebody notices something that I also love and enjoy, it makes me feel better. If I get that, oh, you smell good, oh, it makes me feel better about myself. I agree with both of you, and I think that is relating back to the fact that confidence needs to come from the inside. I just want to really highlight, it really builds my confidence when somebody is able to notice something you try, like, to show. Maybe, like, how you dress extra pretty today and somebody notices, or you may have got some new shoes or did your hair differently. It makes a lot of people feel better if someone actually notices what you do. So what builds your confidence? For me, in terms of like social media, when I post something and it gets a lot of interaction to it, or like I get a lot of followers or a lot of likes to it, that really builds up my confidence as a content creator, as an editor. That's what kind of drives me to do what I do. Because, you know, I spend time editing and doing everything. So I think in terms of social media, I feel like getting likes and views is so sought after. It becomes kind of an obsession for some people to get those likes and those views. And so I think it can also be a bad thing at the same time as building up your confidence. Something that builds my confidence is when I do something that actually makes myself proud. And whenever I make myself proud, I know that I must have actually done a really good job of what I did. Other than that, just getting compliments on things that I've done, which also makes me proud, which contributes to the fact that I'll be more confident in myself. I definitely agree, Corinne. I think that I'm my own harshest critic. And so when I do something and I'm proud of it, it's kind of just like everything else doesn't matter because to me, it's a real struggle to do something that I'm really, really proud of. And when that happens, you just feel on top of the world. So I was wondering... How does your level of confidence shape your daily life? On days when I'm not feeling as confident, I tend to take it out like on other people. Sometimes I may catch an attitude more quickly or I may be more irritable. But like on days when I'm more confident, I'm happy, more enjoyable because I just feel better about myself as a whole. I think for me personally, confidence level decides how you're going to live out your day. Back to what Caitlin said, you know, if you're feeling more confident, you're feeling more happy. That's why I think as your peers and the people around you, you really don't need a friend group or a group of friends or a group of people who like when you come to school in the morning are going to put you down. I used to be with people who would like do it kind of jokingly, but Still, for the rest of your day, you know, when you have things like that that bump your confidence down, you don't feel as energized as maybe you would if you had a different group of people kind of around you who were building you up all the time. 
I definitely agree, Natalie. Like, your confidence level changes your whole demeanor and the way you carry yourself. And if the confidence isn't there, people can tell. That's what I was thinking. I'd say your confidence level, it affects how you walk, how you talk. People can read you when you come in a room. And it even goes into the small things of how you talk. Like I was saying, like we're doing a podcast right now. If you're confident, you'll be able to just step out and answer the questions and just give your input. But if you're not as confident, you may be a little shy to it. You might get really nervous. When you're on social media looking at your followers and they look a certain way or are doing a certain thing or trend, are you influenced to do it as well? For me personally, that's 100% true. Like I was saying before, for content creators or people who are just posting, they chase the views and the likes. And so if you see one of your followers or one of your mutuals, you know, you both follow each other and like you're scrolling through your friend's page, you see them get a lot of likes or a lot of views for doing this one thing. It might completely change what you post in the future. You might stop posting what you post to be more like them because you see they get that type of interaction. This usually has a negative connotation, but for me, it's been more positive lately because with this generation, I've seen a whole lot more people stepping out and just showing that social media isn't what it seems to be. So a lot of people have stepped out to encourage younger people to know that what they see on social media platforms isn't always how it is. I completely agree with you, Maya. That's what I was just about to say. The difference from a couple of years ago to today where there are influencers that have millions of followers and they're going out there and they're saying, it's okay. Social media is not all it's cut out to be and it's not all just highlight reels. And it's very important for young kids coming into social media and phones and all this stuff to know that growing up so that they don't always have to feel like my life isn't that good or I need to look this way or I need to act this way and stuff like that. Everything that you like see or anything that's been posted affects you, no matter if it's good or bad. It's going back to just makeup trends or dance trends. Everybody just wants to try to feel included with those things. So it definitely makes you want to do what other people are doing. Especially like the TikTok dances. I love when I meet someone and we both know the same dance. It's just, ooh. It'd be so fun knowing that we both can do it together, maybe record it, you know. It's really enjoyable, you know, keeping up with the different trends that you may see on social media. So since we're talking about social media, how much of the things you see and hear influence the things you do and share on social media? I think for a lot of people, it depends on what they're interested in. If they see something that really interests them or catches their eye, they're definitely more likely to repost it post their own version of it or implement it in their life. It can influence them in many different ways. I definitely agree. I'm a big Taylor Swift fan and I'm going to her concert later this year. And I saw someone on TikTok making a bedazzled jacket and I was like, I want that. So I went to Walmart today and I got rhinestones because I'm going to bedazzle a t-shirt to wear to her concert. Yes, that's how I got into my little bracelet making because I saw it on TikTok and I could never find the bracelets that I wanted in the store. So I started going on TikTok. So I just looked up on how to make those bracelets and now I make them and use them like every day. Whenever I get bored, I make a bracelet and then I can change them up to go with my outfits and stuff. I do that too. I'm wearing one of the ones I made right now and I used to like sell them and I gave them away to friends and we all have like matching ones. And so every time we get like a new friend group, we're going on a trip, they're like, you should make us a group bracelet and we should like put our name or something on it. And so I'm the friend group's bracelet maker. 
With that being said, do you all think that social media has a positive or negative effect on teens? For me personally, it has a more positive impact than negative. I think that it's all about the way that you use a certain app. Because after we had a talk a few meetings ago, I sat down and I really thought about it. I do realize that around nighttime, I do get more sad videos on my For You page on TikTok in particular. But if you don't repost it and you scroll, then it goes away. Like if you don't repost it, you don't like it, they won't give it to you. But if you do like it and repost it, then they're going to give you more of them because that's how the algorithm works. So I think it can have a negative impact on you, TikTok in particular, but only if you let it. It could have both a positive and a negative effect. But like we said earlier, all about your confidence as a whole. If you let it get to you, then it will have that negative effect on you. But if you have that confidence in yourself, then social media can just be fun and enjoy it as a little outlet. But you can't let it bother you to the point you have those very bad thoughts of maybe harming yourself. So it's all about how you use social media within yourself. I definitely agree with both of you. I think that as long as you're educated on how to use it and how to let it be positive for you, then it can be a great thing. If you just go into it not knowing anything, you can go through many rabbit holes. You can just get into content that won't help you. But if you're educated about how to do it and you're purposeful with what you use it for, it can be a really great thing. You both said that very well. And I just wanted to add that social media can either be positive or negative, depending on what you make it. I mean, we use social media in our everyday lifestyle. It can be used for learning purposes. Podcasts like we're doing right now, we're using a social media platform to have this discussion. So it just depends on how you're using it and what you're intaking off social media. I fully agree with what Maya said, but I also believe it can be negative in terms of future careers because it can leave a digital footprint like future employers could see what you posted years ago and they might not want to hire you because of that. It can go both ways. There's positive and negative to it. But on the positive side, I used to do theater. So I have like a lot of friends that I used to do theater with, but they live an hour or an hour and a half away from me and I don't get to see them as much now that I don't do theater because I'm always busy with something else. So social media, I can get in contact with them or I could see what they're doing and maybe get up and meet. It's really cool to see the friends that you used to have and still are friends and you get to see what they're doing in their lives. And they can also build your confidence because I'll like post a picture on Be Real or something and they'll be like, you look so good or I love your hair and stuff like that. And that can also build your confidence. Ella makes a great point. People like family or friends that you don't get to see as often that might live across the country or hours away. Social media helps you stay up to date with them for years in the future. Now that everyone has shared how social media influences their lives and how they use it as a source of information or news, let's talk about how we determine if the news and information on social media is fake or real. How much of what you see on social media do you believe is true? Firstly, it depends on the source that I'm getting it from. Even then, maybe 50%. And if it's something that I'm interested in and I'm like, oh my gosh, is that really happening? I'll go Google it and look to see if there are any news reports on it. For me personally, I'm very easily influenced. So sometimes I tend to take information and run with it. Sometimes I have to go double check it. 
especially in today's time because there's so many different ways and different apps people can use to change the faces of people or change the voices and the AI technologies. So a lot of times you never know with like what you're actually looking at is something a person may or may not have said. I think it's really good that you recognize that it might not always be accurate because a lot of peers just, like you said, see information and run with it and they think that it might be true. But I would say a mass majority of things we might see on social media probably is just clickbait, something to get you to just look at the title and spread false information. So you have to be careful of what's accurate and what's not accurate. Yeah, I agree with that as well. There's a trend going on now, which I don't know if you guys have seen it, but it uses like a deep fake voice of an actor. Like I saw a Jenna Ortega one the other day and it was like her saying, I think so-and-so is the best editor. And then that was the intro to an edit of her. I thought it was real. I kept scrolling through the comments. I was trying to find the interview because I really wanted to see it. And they were like, no, it's not real. So I think it's important if you're going to use something or if you're going to say something about something you saw on social media, it's always important to fact check it first. And usually the comments will do that for you. If you just stroll for long enough, they'll eventually tell you whether or not it's real. I completely agree with you. And going on to what you said, it's also about the person. I have very rarely found a YouTuber or an influencer who is telling the truth. They are willing to embarrass themselves or show what actually happened on one of their Instagram posts to give you the truth and show you that it's not all real. So it's very hard to find people like that that are not just in it for the views and stuff that are actually wanting to tell you the truth and want what's best for the viewers. When you see social media as entertainment and see your influencers doing something, are you more apt to do what they're doing or just be entertained by it? I want to go real far back with this one. Y'all know, like, when everybody was doing the ice bucket challenge, I used to want to do that so bad. Again, I'm very easily influenced. So if I see somebody doing it, I'm going to do it. I'm highly entertained by it, honestly. It's just a lifestyle. I sit there and watch random stuff for a very long time. So I would say it's very entertaining. Oh, I 100% agree with what you just said because I did the ice bucket challenge and it was horrible and it was not worth it. It was so bad. I was like eight and you know, at the end when you were supposed to like challenge people, they never did it. None of the people I challenged ever did it. So I think it's fun sometimes, but somebody with more followers, if they do something, you're 100% more influenced to do it. I completely agree with what you just said. Sometimes I'll like go looking for something new or entertaining that everybody's doing and then want to do it too, like the ice bucket thing. I did that, but I did it with cold water and I tried to stand for five minutes in like a cold shower with a bathing suit on. It was freezing. I hated it, but completely agree with Kaylin. I'll sit there for hours looking at random things. So I completely agree. Does social media influence your fashion style, taste in music and culture? I think that it does influence my fashion style because every year I try to pick out a new type of style that I have for each school year. So the way that I go and find my style is looking at influencers' outfits and seeing like which one I think I would look best in and then I would go from there. So it definitely does influence your fashion style. I completely agree. If I have time before I go to sleep, I'll pick out my clothes for the next day, but I'll like look at pictures on Pinterest to see like other people's styles so I can maybe take something from my closet that adds up. 
and it definitely influences my style and taste in music. So like if you hear a TikTok song and you're like, oh, okay, I kind of like that, then you'll go and you'll find the song and listen to it. And then you might like the artist and then that might be a new style of music or a new artist that you're a big fan of. And it definitely impacts culture as a whole and just things that people believe in. People going on TikTok and talking about their beliefs and it might change people's beliefs or it might make them even stronger in their own belief. And just in general, I think it affects the country as a whole. I agree with Ella, especially about the music. If I see one of my friends post on their Instagram story and they have like a music background and I like it, I'll just go and add that to my playlist because most of my friends have similar music tastes as I do. So I'm pretty certain that I'll like it. So our last question of this podcast would be, based on our conversation today, what are the best practices as teens we should incorporate when using social media? I would say being mindful of what we're intaking and just make sure that we're using it properly. Being mindful about what you're posting yourself and making sure it's something that is appropriate and something that you would want people to see, like you would want your parents to see that and you'd be okay with them seeing it. Also considering the background and the context between each post. That isn't their constant life. Their life isn't constantly that picture perfect. There are bad times for them too. Definitely breaks between your times and social media because too much social media can be very bad for your health and your brain. A lot of people begin to struggle to differentiate reality and social media. I want everyone to say one thing they love about themselves. I personally love my dimple and my smile. I love my personality and the fact that I'm able to bring others together. I love my heart and the care that I have for others. I love my determination and my outgoingness. Sometimes it's a little crazy, but I like, I could not stand being shy. I don't think it'd work for me. I love my confidence. I love my independence and how I use it to get through different obstacles in my life. Yeah, I'd say it's probably my confidence, but also being humble while being confident. Wow, this has been a very insightful and honest conversation. Thank you all for sharing your thoughts. As we know, social media impacts our lives in different ways. As teens, we are responsible for determining if we will allow it to positively or negatively affect the way we view ourselves, peers, and the world as well as influence our lifestyles and decision-making. We hope our thoughts and perspectives will challenge everyone to be above the influence of social media and use it responsibly. You've been listening to the MPB Student Council Podcast. To hear this episode and more, visit education.mpbonline.org or download the MPB Public Media app to listen on your iPhone or Android device. This podcast is hosted with love by ACAST. Thank you for tuning in. Before you go, please be sure to leave a positive review for NPB's Student Council podcast and subscribe to be the first to know when a new episode releases. See you next time.